this is Myra. And this is Rhonda. And, and welcome, welcome to We Choose Love, where we discuss the complexities of love, relationships, and marriage. And the people and places and things that we love. I love you. I love you too, baby. Happy anniversary, mama. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. New York subways. What were we doing this time 20 years ago, babe? <laughs> you got me to your mama's house on, under false pretenses. <laughs> That's what we were doing. Can you believe it? Time is amazing. It doesn't feel like we've been together 20 years, known each other for 20 years, but... It feels like I've known you forever, though. We met this weekend, 1999. This was the, the night after we met at the club, right? <laughs> and so, we were, I think we were out at this time, because I was looking for that... I was like, let's go eat Chinese food. Right. And we went down to Chinatown, and I couldn't find the place. Right, because you had got me to your mama's house under false pretenses that you were taking me to brunch. But you wanted to play reindeer games. Good. I'm so glad no one knows what that means. You only know that language. And here we are, standing in 125th Street. Yep. New York hasn't changed that much. Headed to Costa Rufa Gongo. No one knows what that means either. I heard, I was reading somewhere or heard somewhere that people say time is an illusion. What do you think about that? I don't think it's an illusion, but time is, time is very interesting because it's constant. It never stops. And it doesn't depend on anything else. It's its own entity that keeps moving forward no matter what. Right, so maybe time is an illusion means, you know how sometimes you feel like you have time and you make time and you do things, you have time to do it. And then sometimes time seems to be moving quickly. Then other times time seems to be moving slowly. Mm-hmm. And then other times you're like, oh, wow, how did time fly? So maybe that's, it is maybe sort of an illusion in terms of, what you think you can do, what you think you can't do, what has happened, what hasn't happened. But I don't see it as an illusion. But wait, what does illusion mean? Illusion means we have one way of thinking of time, almost in a consecutive way. Like I did this today and I did this tomorrow. I'll do this tomorrow and then the next day and the next day. And that equals it's like one line from the beginning to the end of time. But I feel like maybe I've been I've been trying to understand that, but I feel like maybe it is in a way because you can manipulate it in your mind. You just said that time is in itself always consistent in doing what it's doing. But we manipulate it. And maybe that's why it's an illusion. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm just bringing that up because I'm reading this incredible book that I like, Badass. Um, it's not just called Badass, but I'm reading that book. I'm thinking a lot about the time that we have spent together and about how 
we have been together, knowing each other in each other's lives for 20 years. This weekend, we were together 20 years ago when we first met. And it doesn't feel like that, that it was 20 years ago. It's a really odd feeling, which made me say, maybe there is something to this concept. This is you talking about the show. We're on the show right now. Is it recording? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And because we haven't had any time to do the show, uh, because time has been occupied, you've been doing some amazing things. Clever, like. That I'm just saying that, like, here's a perfect example. You know, to our listeners, we've been really active in our lives. And because we do the show from our hearts and from reality, our time has been really occupied and we haven't been able to do the show. Um, But we want to continue the show. Yes, we want to continue the show. So this is why we're here. The time. Right. So this show is all about time. This show is about what time means, the time that you create, the time that you make. Um, the time that you spend with the ones you love right now, we're, you know, experiencing this incredible time of, um, family, um, whether you believe or get together because of whatever the politics of Thanksgiving, um, it is a time in which you get to come together. And so, um, you know, we're experiencing that too. And I, 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 I liked this. Um, holiday that we had together. It was different because I changed how we spend our time. Bam. Because you always, for 20 years, 15 years, made time for me and my family on Thanksgiving. And I so appreciated it. Like at the time, I didn't really appreciate it when it was happening. It was almost like I expected it. You did. Yeah, I expected it. However, the last couple of years, I really acknowledged your time and and the efforts that you made to support me and my family. And so this year, I really wanted to Put you and your family first because you've done it for me for decades. And it was hard. It was hard because I had to do a lot, you know, because my mom really depends on me to make Thanksgiving happen. You know, it's for, for her. It's for her, but it's for the family. But this is something that she loves to do. And at this point in her life, she can't do it by herself. I mean, she hasn't done it for herself for many years over a decade, but in her mind, she's still been doing it. And, you know, it's important for me to continue to support my mom. I mean, that's kind of been my mantra since I've been a young adolescent Mm -hmm. to do whatever I could, because I'm the eldest, to do whatever I could to uh, alleviate some of the burden from my mom from taking care of the family. So I would one, my first way to, to assist her was to take care of myself, to be self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. And then the second way is to support her 
in whatever it is she needs to do, whatever she calls upon for me to do for her, to be there for her for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can relate to that, you know. And um, we traveled from L.A. on Sunday, you know, and I got her to the house. And then <laughs> I went to the store. I went to the market. You got to get the hand. I did, I did the Thanksgiving and the shopping, turkey. you know, right away, just because I'm trying to balance, you know, supporting her, but also supporting myself and supporting my wife. So I needed to, to take care of that so that that was something off my docket. And then I could then focus on you and I, mm-hmm. you know, and then it took another two days, um, Tuesday and Wednesday to do everything. And that it's turkey, an ordeal with your family. Quite it's, I don't know people. If you know anybody who does a turkey in this way, oh my God. it's like the turkey is almost <laughs> like a prize jewel. <laughs> it's dead and we're going to eat it. But this turkey, the love, it gets buttered and <laughs> This like slathered and rubbed and massaged and seasoned turkey, and then after it's seasoned for like a day, yeah, and then and and then sits in the you know you got to sit it out for several hours to let it get to room temperature. This is a twenty-one pound bird, yeah, and then you set the alarm and y'all just sit up there. I'm looking at y'all like it's normal and shit. Like, like okay, so what time? Your mom's like, okay, 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 uh, Rhonda, what time should we set the alarm for the bird? Uh, and, and she's like, I think maybe four o'clock a.m. And then you say, mm, I want to sleep a little late, maybe four thirty-five. <laughs> and that happens. Okay, they agree. Then we go to sleep, and every we go to hour, sleep at like two, <laughs> every uh, two, every hour, the alarm goes off. Rhonda gets up and goes and bastes the turkey. <laughs> Who does this? The turkey is based every hour like it's a damn princess. But I'll tell you one thing, that damn turkey juice is hell. My family didn't have turkey. Like my my mom didn't make turkey. We didn't like turkey. I grew up, she had me, she made for Thanksgiving Cornish hands and chicken. That was it. But this is great. This is in this is how do you spend your time? Yes. You know, what kind of time what what do you give your time to your energy to the quality of your energy my, my, my time is is so intentional because i have so many things on my docket and i have to make sure that self-care has to be number one and as a as a therapist you know that's something that i put and make most prevalent for for my life because if if I'm not if I'm not well, if I'm not in my best space, there's no way I can properly address all the other facets of my life. So So you take making sure that you take care of yourself first. Time, yes, after make time for me. And you know what, my gym closed, like Total Women's Gym and Spa closed right down the hill for me. And that's it's actually been devastating for me. Yeah, I know when you told me. I mean, devastated. So sad. I mean, that's like a refuge for me. Going to the gym and working out is, is it provides the air that I breathe to survive. Mm-hmm. But also the camaraderie that was developed with the women at that facility was mm-hmm. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, I've, I've, I've since joined another gym. I mean, you know, all the things, the gym was convenient. I had the camaraderie, you know, we had the culture. So, you know, it's going to be different, but, you know, I have to work out because that's who I am. Yeah. And my time is, in, like I said, my time is intentional. Um, yeah, I agree. I think if you were to think about what's important to you to actually allow you to, you know, thrive as a human being. Yes. There's certain things, but I think that takes getting to know who you are. Yes. You know, if you don't know who you are, you really don't know what you need. Yes. But I think it was really good. I, I'm really happy that we are here together and we are celebrating 20 years. And, um, you know, we had this moment in time. <laughs> I was telling my mom today, I was like, mom, do you realize we, we 20 years ago is when I met Rhonda. That's our anniversary. And I said, that's when, you know, I came back with my mother to New York. Um, you know, from a trip in Europe, you know, we were in Europe. I was living in Germany. She was in Mallorca and we went and met each other and, and she was like, and it was cold, whatever. And we came back here. And if I wouldn't have come back here and you came at back that time for Thanksgiving, for Thanksgiving weekend, weekend, 1999, and we went out, I went out and we've told this story many times, but it's like to be here at 20 years, that was 20 years ago. It's pretty amazing. So I want to ask you another question. What do you think is really something that you would say is critical um, in terms of going into, we're going into the new year. This is December. It's the beginning of December, but in Buddhism, we always talk about the beginning and the end are almost two sides of a coin. And so like how you begin the year and how you end the The, year is really important. So we're moving in. It's December. There's lots of things that maybe you know, okay, in 2020, I want to do, and um, so I want to ask you this question. Okay, go for it. What do you think is one of the most important things in your life that keeps you motivated to actually attain your goals? You know, freedom is huge for me. Being able to do what I want to do, when I want to do it, and how I want to do it is, you know, it relates to time. Because when you have freedom, you then have flexibility. You can make change. You can decide what and where and how. And I'm used to winning. That's what I know how to do. I know how to win. And in winning, you learn how to fight. And so no matter what my issue is, or whatever the obstacle or barrier, I'm hopeful, optimistic, and determined that I can make the right change for the outcome that I'm looking for. And, you know, so how I'm a pragmatic thinker, you know, 
I, I, if I, if I look at a, a full table of things, I'm looking at each item and thinking about what is going to happen to these items. If they're moved this way or that way, I'm thinking. And to me, it all comes back to having freedom in my life. Right. I, freedom is ultimate. But how do you attain freedom? I mean, many people are in positions they had to be in. You know, like you have to take a job. By, that by, you're in. But, but like I said, by, by my bottom line is I'm going to win. And for, to win, you have to fight. You have to be prepared. You have to do. You have to do whatever you have to do to make it happen. My bottom line is make it happen. All right. And so, so do whatever you have to do to make it happen. To make it happen. So I think that's because you were determined in whatever situation you were in, you were determined. Yes. I, I believe I can win. I believe that. And because, and then because I practice Buddhism, the bottom line is I believe I can make the impossible possible. And you know this from me because you're like, you can't do blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, they have to tell me no. Well, that's not, that's not the rules of this or that. No, babe. Mm -hmm. Okay. But this is how I want to do it. Let them tell me no. So I can come up with another, another way. But this is, this is the way right here. So for you, you're thinking, this is how I want to do it. I'm determined. And this is what I want to do. And I'm going to win. And then you just come from that point. I'm a win. But that's a lot of confidence. And I don't know if that comes from you being an athlete and experiencing what it feels like to win. But if you've never experienced what it feels like to win, you can just pull it out of your ass. I know what it feels like to win. I mean, right. But that's what I'm saying. Everybody doesn't can't just be like, I'm doing this. That's why I would be like, no, they do not allow six people <laughs> to sit in the fucking banquet, honey. And you're like, that's okay. We sit in six people here. <laughs> and that's what I love about you. That's really, I really do love that about you. I really do. I, I think that's something that we all can, because in reality, it's it, the worst that can happen is somebody just says no. Right. You can't do it, but I, right? you know. But part of it too is New York City, like what being in New York. You have to. It's a grind, like we were talking about that earlier tonight. New York mm-hmm. is a grind, yeah. And you have to figure out how to make it happen, and that that's kind of like that's like my motto for life: like make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, how am I going to make it happen? And I believe in making the impossible possible. Yeah, and that's that's what President Ikeda, Nichiren Daishonin, and all our Buddhist mentors have said. So I was reading this book. I'm reading this book. Like I mentioned, You Are a Badass, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life by Jen Sincero. And she talks about when, about making a decision. So it's like you just decide that that's it. Like what you're saying, you know, when you make a no-nonsense decision, you sign up fully. And you keep moving forward toward your goal, regardless of what's flung in your path. 
you know, that's, that's kind of like one of the things. Cause stuff is definitely going to be flung in your path. Absolutely. She says, but once you decide and she says, so often we pretend we've made a decision and what we've really done is signed up to try until it gets too uncomfortable. Right. Right. And so it's going to be uncomfortable. And, you know, we've been talking about our future, you know, 20 years, uh, 2015, what is that? Nine, uh, f- how long we've we been separated on different the last posts? five years, last five years, and we've been talking about lots of things and like making decisions and thinking about the future. And I really feel like it's important for me to take the time to think about what it is that I want to do towards 2020, not wait, not to be on December 31st, rah, 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 at a party, making some kind of like lame you know, New Year's Eve resolution, you know, which is a socialization of what New Year's is, but to actually be thinking now in the forefront, here's December. Yes. What are we going to do? Yes. How, how am I going to materialize? One of the things I'm working on is just valuing myself in terms of like, you know, what, what my time is and how valuable the time that I give to certain um, people into certain things and certain events, really recognizing that that time is valuable. Yes. Right. And like, what does that mean? You know, do I want to do this? Because is that for somebody else? Like, Oh, I haven't seen you in so long. I miss you so much. Myra, can you come on? I miss you too. But maybe right now I can't do this. I can't give you this time because I have to work on a painting or I have to work on, you know, my nonprofit or whatever it is. Right. Like really, Figuring out those kind of things and and understanding the value of my energy and my time. Yes. Right. So. And you know, I've been talking a lot of, about this with my fellow Buddhist members that I want to fight to the end of 2019 because each year you make determinations and goals, and maybe you haven't reached them yet for the year. But that's okay. Yes. Because you keep fighting. Don't give fight, up. Fight through 2019 and soar into 2020. Mm-hmm. Invigorated to continue going after your goals and your dreams. It's like we'll put prayer behind our goal. But then if it doesn't happen right away, do you give up on your prayer? Mm-hmm. But you keep fighting for it. And I'm down to fight because I know that I'm a winner. Mm -hmm. I know that in everything that's in my being, I'm a winner. And I'm I'm willing to do what it takes Mm -hmm. to make the sacrifice to make that happen. Because in my mind, time's on my side. Yeah. And I think everyone has a winner inside of them. Yes. I think Let's sometimes pull it out. I think sometimes this is really hard with the day to day life. Um, and you know how it is where you feel like this is, I'm trapped and this is my circumstance that I have to do right now. But even if you are in a circumstance that you have to do right now for the sake of your children, the sake of your relationship, for the sake of your, you know, parent or whatever, whatever it is, you know, you can't give up hope. We don't want you to give up hope. We want you to know that inside of you lives the person 
that can actualize whatever it is. And if you don't know what that thing is yet, it's okay. As long as you desire, like I want to live my most highest potential. And in, and in OT, we talk about live to your fullest. Yes, live to your fullest. Live to your fullest. Right. And sometimes you might not know. You may not know. But you know what makes you feel good. You know what it means to feel good and enjoy. And you know the things that make you feel happy and passionate. That energy is undeniable yes. wherever you are with whoever you're with. So um, at the beginning of December, it's only December 2nd. 2nd we want to challenge all of you out there as we are going to do for ourselves to really just go out and just think about it. Think about what is it that I want to see? How can I be free? How can I be most myself? How can I be most happy and most fulfilled in 2020? And what will it take to get me there? And let's start now, though. We're not waiting until 2020. Yes. We will start now because with the plan, you have to take steps. And let's start creating what our steps are for that life that we want. And we'll put action behind that. Yes. And we're living examples. You know, you guys have been with us from the beginning of our show, or if you're just joining us and you know, we went through a lot. We start the first episode talking about what we went through and we were headed for divorce. And look at us now celebrating our 20 years in each other's lives. We will keep fighting for each other. You know, it's not, it's not over. You know, it's, it's a, it's a fight to the end. Because I want us to be happy and I want us to keep fighting for our happiness. Yeah. Time and time again. <laughs> time and time, time again. again. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Love it. Love it. Love it. Babe, why is it snowing here today? It really? It's snowing. You want to snow. Yesterday you were like, why isn't it snowing? And it was nice. We got to walk. We could have taken a, a car service home. But I wanted to walk in the snow. That was that was nice. That was cute. It felt good. It was cute. It wasn't deep snow. <laughs> we wake up in the morning, it's deep snow. It won't be as cute. <laughs> My sister will be happy because she best, won't have to go to work. <laughs> yeah. The best snowfall is the first snowfall in New York yeah. City before it gets all slushy and gross. And that was it. We experienced that this year. Yeah. We did. We yeah. did. We did. So, like we always say, we're really grateful. Sorry it took us long to come back, but we are a real couple on real stuff. We're not on some like, uh, you know, <laughs> it's going to be all about social media or whatever. It's about real stuff. And we needed to take a little time to get stuff together. But we're back and um, we thank you for listening. Always. Thank you so much for listening. And, you know, you can always catch us on social media. You yes. can always find us on our pod. I mean, on our um, Instagram, Instagram. We choose love always is our Instagram. Or you can, if you want to just hit Rhonda up, it's at Rhonda live well and at Myra Gandy. And we're on Facebook. So we choose love always. Throw that in there. You'll find us on Facebook <laughs> and we're on Twitter, even though we're on Twitter, but we never say anything on Twitter. Right. So we're there. We're there. We're there. And of course, you can always email us at we choose love. I, always at gmail.com. Damn. That sounds right. Sounds right. Again, thank you for listening. Keep it loving. And remember to always choose love.